Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Russell Wilson, right there, talking about two Super Bowls and how he still has the fire to play. So he's not going to retire this offseason. A lot that's been bandied about that he's going to finish up and be done. I was driving to meet you guys yesterday. We met up at the uh, Saris Ice Cream Parlor. Now, did it? I told you guys that it was electric in there. Did my description of that place did it did it meet that or did I oversell? I don't think you oversold it. I think that Lennox, for whatever reason, was not as completely enthralled by just the like miles of candy in his you know point of view that I as I thought he would be. But how about the old school ice cream? The parlor? old school ice cream parlor I loved. Lennox again bit off more than he could chew. Ace clearly was in his element, though. I mean, that kid was grunting for candy. He wanted ice cream. When you had to leave because you had other stuff to do, Donnie and Sarah and I, you know, and the boys walked around. Donnie, would you agree Ace Muller? Just every every five feet I held him. Ugh! Like, he doesn't say anything yet. He just points and grunts if he wants it. And he was going hard. Those big stuffed animals in the candy side, yeah. loving it. I think you should have gotten one of those gigantic, uh, like, chocolate bunnies. Dude, that, like that would have lasted. Bucks. Would have lasted at least. A How year big in is my it? House. Oh, it's it's several pounds. It's got to be ten pounds of chocolate. Yeah, 10 but pounds. I mean, feet. Like, is it like a three foot tall? You no, know, I mean it's something I could have just picked up and held under my arm, and not like unwieldy like that. Okay, but no, you. The ice cream was terrific. The vibes were amazing. Donnie got something I've in all my years of eating ice cream I've never seen in my entire life, and Stella wanted to float? eat it. No, I've seen those. It was cookies and cream, but with chocolate ice cream. Never seen that either. How was it, Donnie? Oh, it was good. How did I miss that? I got cookie dough, which was great, but... Yeah, I've never seen it, because it came out, I'm like, why is the brown ice cream here? Did, like, the Oreo mix in to, to the, the vanilla ice cream and, and to turn, it, turn it a different color? Chocolate ice cream. I'll tell you what, Stella, what a what a character she is. Yeah, she was She's reaching it. for everything. She you didn't ace. get there when she was sitting on the table, like, trying to grab ice cream off of Donnie's cone. I mean, she, situation. she was getting after it. I think she and Ace are wired very similarly. But we, uh, so I was driving over there with her. Yeah. And I heard, uh, okay, I got to get the guy's name right again. Uh-oh. Brad Spielberger. What were you going to say this time? Brad Boxberger from Brad a relief Brad Spielberger pitcher? say, it's just, it's, it's obvious that Russell Wilson and the Steelers are a match. It just makes too much sense for both sides. And look, I'm not going to sit here and change my mind because of what one guy said and tell you, I think that Russell Wilson to the Steelers is something that they should explore. 
But it did click for me in hearing that Wilson's not going to retire and he's going to play football no matter what next year. He wants to feel the chill of that championship trophy. Very strange way to put it. Here's, Here's one person I think that would like the idea of Wilson being here more than anybody else in the Steelers organization. Omar Khan. Because if you are a numbers person and your job is to build the best roster possible and when you're doing that, you get a thrill... When it comes to we, our valuation of this player is he's a $20 million player. We've got him under contract for five a year. When that's your job, you're a numbers-driven football executive. Mm-hmm. You can have Russell Wilson for $1.1 million. Too much bang for the buck for him to pass up. It's great value. It's just great. It's like finding somebody that's a starter in your draft in the seventh round. Brock Purdy, it's yeah, incredible but value. I, that's no, why I think it holds water. It's just that's why, from that perspective, if there's somebody inside the Steelers organization who's going to push for Wilson, I could see it being the guy who's ultimately in charge of the entire roster. Do you think that he would be in? His, forget about Tomlin for a second. What he would think? Do you think that Omar, within his own, <clears throat> his own side of the building? So among the scouts, among Andy, who I always look at as sort of the personnel, true GM, not to diss Omar, do you think Andy and those scouts say, Omar, you're right, it's too good of a value, or do they look at Russell Wilson and say, eh, the numbers were good, but we don't know what's really left here? So I just wonder if he would run up to a lot of opposition. He could point to the stats, he could point to what they would have to pay him, which is non-existent, uh, and he would say, that's just too good of a bargain. I wonder if those people would say, mm, sorry, doesn't work for us. To, not not the fit you think it is. What's it really worth to us if he's cheap? If we if he's not really going to work well within this offense, like that's why Purdy's a great deal for any analytic minded GM. He works perfectly within the structure of that. It helps offense. them afford the other star right. players that does they've Russell Wilson accumulated actually work there. in Arthur Smith's system. Like I love the basic thought process you're trying to go with here, but you have to make that's the other thing, Chris. You, you have think to, they don't he, ask those questions about Kenny. No, they should be. They should be asking those questions, and Russell Wilson is better than Kenny because Kenny's never even had a season, whether you think Russell Wilson was empty calories last year or not. He's never had a season that even closely resembled that on statistics, but Russell Wilson is also not the guy who would break the pocket in Seattle anymore. He doesn't really want to run that much, no. and in Arthur Smith's offense, you do want to put the guy on the move. To that, for, to that end, by the way, just while we're on the subject, just to change it quickly— Tannehill coming in here, by the way, people have said he might still like be able to beat out Kenny if it comes to that. No, he can't because he can't move. He just knows the offense. You bring in Russell Wilson, you're going to bring him in pro- presumably to start, even if he's on the league minimum, basically, for a veteran. But I just wonder if he can run an offense where the coordinator wants him out the on o- the edges the and on the move. The only thing Russell Wilson would do is if you still believed in Kenny to some degree and you brought Wilson in here and you sold him on the idea that he's going to be the starter, Like the dynamic between the two would be... I mean, Kenny would have to come to the acceptance or realization that he was not going to be their starting quarterback unless Wilson got hurt or faltered. And if you still thought there was a chance that Kenny could develop into a starting quarterback, you'd be potentially stunting that growth in the name of Wilson. But if they're already, if you take Dulac at his word, and they're already split on Mason Rudolph, yep. and there's people who think Rudolph is better than Pickett in the building, and they're still, at least from the sounds of things, exploring the possibility of bringing Rudolph back, knowing that it's going to create this friction between the team and between those two guys, well then, like, 
if you if, if you're willing to accept that dynamic for Rudolph, then you should be willing to accept it for Wilson too. What opens the door to you accepting it for virtually any quarterback you could bring in? Because as much as Mason Rudolph but, played three good games here, okay, or whatever, but the difference is, not those but guys. the difference is if you trade for Fields, you're going to give up a lot, and based on you know if you tr- if you trade a second or third round pick, I would say the odds of them picking up that fifth year option before the deadline in May is better than it's not. Yes, that's still like twenty six million dollars, which is not as much because the salary cap went up a bunch of money. Yep, but it's still a decent sized commitment. There's no commitment with Wilson. No, it's just here. You're getting paid by somebody else. Come on in. If anything, I think the way that they would make the deal is, here's like a two-year contract. We're going to pay you the league minimum, so Denver pays your entire salary. Other th- And then next year, we'll put in some, you know, we'll come up with a number. Maybe it's like $20 million if you play well. But if you don't, we can cut you and basically get out of the whole thing. And then if you want to keep playing elsewhere, you say no harm, no foul, a wasted year, but so what? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably how they'd do it. I think it is. Because he wouldn't, rightfully, if he did come in here and play well, he wouldn't want like, to work for, for free when, practically when the you and, year. And Bouchette brought this up a couple months ago. Or not, maybe not that long ago, but like a month ago. When you, when you run it through that filter, it's not that far-fetched. Because Russell Wilson's going to be cheaper than Mason Rudolph. Of I, all the quarterbacks they could get, I mean, Gardner Minshew, Jacoby Brissett, you name it, Ryan Tannehill... Sam Darnold, I mean, I could keep going. He will be, for next year, the most inexpensive quarterback of them all. And even though I'm not a Russell Wilson guy, he's probably better than all of them. He's certainly more proven than all of them, and he's coming off a year where, I mean, he still threw the ball 26 touchdowns is 26 touchdowns. Like, I can't ignore it. Man, I wonder... I wonder how Sean Payton's viewed around the league if Russell Wilson having at least good surface numbers is indicative of people thinking, wow, Peyton got him back on track after a really bad first year in Denver, or if people actually dislike Peyton around the league and think he's just like a, I don't know, kind of a know-it-all, annoying guy, and they actually think Russell Wilson's good and getting a raw deal here. In fact, I wonder what Mike Tomlin thinks about that entire dynamic. Because I feel like in the media, there's a decent-sized chunk of people who feel like Sean Peyton like, really did him wrong. I, I agree. I think Tomlin probably likes that Wilson is such like a go-getter when it comes to his attitude and even if it comes across to me as phony and artificial like he does try to wear like the leadership hat do you think Tom though, would like all way. the the stuff that Peyton said he was getting the hell out of there which is like all the personal coaches the hangers on like, no he wouldn't like that at all the Russell Wilson team around him yeah I don't think he'd be a big fan of any of that like I think he tolerated some of that stuff with Antonio Brown but the dude was the best wide receiver in football when he had an entourage correct and Ru- Russ's entourage, I think, would be a lot more professional, but that in its own way would be almost more annoying. Or well, the guy like that the retired after 40-plus years of uh, covering football has been beating this drum for a while, Peter King. How many times did he come on our airwaves? Recently. And, and say that. this. Yeah. You know? The attractive thing about Russell Wilson is that you don't have to pay him much. You pay him, I think you can pay him just about the NFL minimum because Denver is the team that owes him all his money. It's almost like, you know, a free look at a guy. A free look. And look, Peter King getting just all kinds of uh, positive reviews for everything he's meant to the NFL and his great coverage of football at Sports Illustrated and NBC for all these years. And even he had to say this about the Steelers quarterback situation. Yeah, they can't go to training camp with uh, Pickett, Mason Rudolph, and a sixth-round pick. And if that's what they do, 
I wouldn't have a lot of faith that they were going to uh, that that they were going to be a great team next year. What about Tannehill? I mean, I kind of think that ship has sailed. I don't view that as as such an upgrade that uh, you're much better off than you are right now. He just hasn't played well the last couple of years. I, I, I'm just the more I think about it, I'm not bracing for it, but I, I'm I'm considering a potential reality where I have to make peace with the idea of Russell Wilson being on the Steelers roster. Here's where it gets weighty though for me. I don't I wouldn't have to make peace with it. I mean, it'd be interesting. I can't deny that I'm somebody who called for him to be traded to the Steelers a while ago. I think when you were pining for Aaron Rodgers, I decided Russell Wilson was the uh, better option. Neither of us looking particularly good on that front now. Here's the weird part about this. Say you do get him this year for league minimum. Say he does play well, like it's objective. They're good. They're eleven and six, and he looks good. Like he found a bit of a fountain of youth. He just fits in the offense, right? No one's complaining about the corny stuff. Everyone's like, "Hey, this guy's playing well." He's gonna be thirty-six after this season. Like, what do you actually do realistically after that? Do you want him to be like a thirty-six, thirty-seven, maybe even thirty-eight-year-old bridge quarterback? He takes care of himself. We know that. Mm-hmm. How long do you want to play the Russell Wilson game if you actually think he, the team looks good enough to win something with him or to make like a real push? How long are you willing to play that game? That becomes I'd still, dicey. I'd still want it to be year to year, but I'm guessing he but would he have enough leverage it. to keep that from happening. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So how are you willing to – okay, just quickly here to put a, a number on it so people – we're not talking about this in completely hypothetical terms. Say he said, I played pretty well. I was like one of the 12 best quarterbacks in the league. I want to do a deal three years, $95 million. So it'll keep me here for age 36, 37, 38 and I'm a free agent again, or we talk again when I'm about to turn 39. That is the absolute most I would even think about doing, and I would feel pretty... And all that's guaranteed money? More or less. I would feel bad about that, even with the cap want. I don't think I'd want to do that. But here here we go back to the Drake-May thing we just talked about. Would you trade three firsts for him, and eventually you came around to the point, yes, you would. It's not the same, because he's Russell Wilson and he's getting older. But if I had finally seen good quarterback play after being in the desert for a couple of years, it feels so ridiculous to me to say I wouldn't take a $30 million a year passer when that's a relative bargain if he's playing well. Like I just feel like I'm an idiot even saying it out loud that I, oh, you know what, too rich for my blood, really? By then the cap's going to be, what, $285, $290 million? If he asked you for $30 million, he'd be probably doing you a favor if he was playing good football. It's just locking in those three years I know, with him, though. and it's locking in a weird stopgap that you wouldn't feel is reliable. Even if he played well for two straight years, you'd wonder if the other shoe was going to drop. Donnie Russell Wilson says, I've got two more Super Bowls in me. What do you think? I, I did a segment on this yesterday morning. I, I, I see him, if he's willing to play for that cheap, he's like the... The, the, the thing that you go into... I don't know, you can name like any thrift store out there that you like waltzing into. Uh, me, of course, I love being that type of shopper, walks in something that eh, maybe maybe a hair out of style, something you wouldn't have paid full price for, but something that you you liked, you didn't love, but now it's on the rack for 75% off or 90, 90% off. Now I love it. Now I'm taking that thing home. And now it's mine. It's the, 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 the $2 bin movie. Yeah, like I don't want to pay full freight for the movie Predator, but if suddenly the big box store has Predator yeah, True Lies and Commando for $8, I might have made this exact See, this before. reminds me to, use, to go with one of Donnie's analogy. This gets me back to coupons. Coupons force you to buy things that you don't really need, uh-huh. but you do it because you feel like you're getting a good deal on it. You are getting a good deal on Russell Wilson, but I don't think he really solves their problem. 
Because I don't think he's really that good anymore. He just anymore. pushes, if he plays well, I'm not saying like elite, if he plays pretty well, all he does is give you better than you've gotten so far post-Ben and pushes that, kicks that can or pushes that ball down the road another couple of years. You ha you're right. If you're looking for the 10 to 15 year solution to your problem, you definitely haven't found it. Are you going to draft somebody who you want to be like a two to three year understudy? It puts Kenny on the bench. It, it makes. I think it makes Kenny probably a done done issue here. If you have in my hypothetical, if Russell Wilson lasts more than a year, are you drafting? Just to use his name, we use it every time. It's a running gag. Spencer Rattler and having him sit for two years and then hoping after the second year, but Chris even Wilson's if, gone and he's your guy. Even if Russell Wilson is the starter here and just as mediocre, then what happens with Kenny? He goes into the fourth year. He's still on your team. He's a former first round pick. You were willing to bench him for how? I, you couldn't possibly say you're going back to him with confidence. It would be like the, remember when they even signed less confidence now. Do than you remember now? when the Jets signed? Rodgers, there was talk there that eventually it was supposed to, they would say, it's supposed to be Zach Wilson's job eventually again. Yep. Nobody with a brain believed that. That's how people would hear the Steelers talk about Pickett and feel. So it sounds like you're kind of into this, Donnie. Is that fair? At the million dollars? Yeah. I mean, you get the guy that cheap, I don't see why you don't look into it. I know he's weird. I know he has the, the odd pregame... Uh, rituals, but... Where he pretends to play a game against, like, ghost players... Yeah, I mean, but that for the most Including part is Including ghost like, dapping yeah, that, after he makes that, a good play. That for the most part is like the worst thing people can say about him. If he if he was the Steelers quarterback last year with those numbers, what's that team looking like? I think they win an extra game. I think at least. An over, over three to one touchdown interception ratio. It was a weird season, though, because Seeing I... Seeing 26 yeah. touchdown passes from a Steelers quarterback now... I know it's only been a few years. It's an since, entire rookie contract since, for Pickett. Yeah, since old number seven called it quits. But, I mean, that would have me fainting. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.